Welcome to The Gentle Podcast, a space where you can take off the mask and be your full self. Here we have conversations to nourish your mind, body and spirit on your journey home to you, the real you. I am your host, Rachel White, a coach, speaker and author here to guide gentle souls just like you to expand in vitality and freedom while connecting to and expressing their higher, most authentic self. Let's get into this episode. This episode was a session from the Trust Summit that I ran online in my Gentle Souls Facebook group. The content and all of the speakers was so amazing that I felt like I had to share it in the podcast as well. You might hear a little bit of interaction through the live comments that were coming through during each of these sessions and they were just so good. So please enjoy. Okay, so welcome everyone to the last Trust Summit session. I have Holly and Annabelle with me. Welcome, girls. Thank you. Hello. (laughs) So Holly and Annabelle have been family friends for their entire life and they both have a deep passion for connecting women and empowering them to be the best version of themselves. And this passion has brought them even closer as they've created their new brand, Peace of You, together earlier this year. And the focus there is on connecting, is on connection and empowerment. Amazing. I love that mission. And I love all your branding around Peace of You and and everything you've shared to do with that already. Do you want to go a little bit more into the mission behind a piece of you and I guess the the feeling behind it? How do you want women to feel when they're in your space in this brand you've created? Either of you can start us off. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that really nice introduction. Um, so I guess um, thinking broadly as our vision is we're really focused on women's well-being um, And them just being their most authentic self. Um, We're both passionate about empowering women to just um, achieve everything that they want. Um, And I guess by that, we wanted to educate, support and empower women to form supportive connections, a deeper understanding of themselves um, and engage in new and inspiring opportunities that um, we can offer. I don't know if you want to go on from that, Holly. Um, we hope by facilitating our events that we um, have created that they'll have the opportunity to listen to what's in their heart and what's going on for them and um, which obviously takes time and it doesn't happen overnight. This is all an ongoing process, but I'm sure um, I I know for me that journaling my thoughts and learning different strategies on how to look after my wellbeing Um, And most importantly, surrounding myself with other women who also want to improve their life empowered me so much. So we hope that um, others feel the same after participating in our events that that we've created. Yeah. And what have been your personal experiences with connection and with empowerment? Has there been some like pivotal moments that made you really inspired to do this kind of work or was it just one day you just had a conversation with each other and thought let's start doing this 
We've probably um, both got long spiels for our journey, um, but we'll try and sum it up. I guess um, I've always had a passion for um, helping and connecting others. I'll always be um, giving advice to those around me and talking about self-love and self-care and the importance of being your own best friend because I thought that's what I was doing for myself. Um, but it wasn't until I needed the advice myself that I really got stuck into it all because um, <clears throat> well, basically I've, I've always had a boyfriend and when I became single at 21, I realised um, how much time I'd put into the other person's needs and wants in their life and I realised that I didn't know who I was or what my passions were and really what I wanted to do for work and it was a huge shock. And after... Um, learning to be on my own, I, I then started another, um, a new relationship and I felt that I was taking what I'd learned into my new relationship, but, um, I learned slowly. I was forgetting about the things that I, um, needed and wanted in my life. And, um, I decided to do a 12 week program last year and, um, which focused on myself and what I wanted in my life and, um, my goal was to know my purpose and to be taking steps towards creating the life I want to live. Um, so I, I feel very strongly about taking action and like walking the talks, um, walking the talk. Yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, really, when I finished the program, I really had to take a step back and look at the life that I was living and to ask myself, is this the life I'm, wanting to live in the future. So um, I, and I realized, which is still a very touchy subject at the moment, but I realized that my relationship wasn't in alignment with my vision. My, um, my work wasn't in alignment with my vision and neither were my self-care practices. So um, I'm slowly making transitions to, and thinking really carefully about the choices I'm making to make sure that they align with my vision and, um, the life I want to create for myself. So that's my personal journey. Um, during that time, Annabelle and I were doing things also, but I'll let Annabelle talk about her journey because I can talk forever. I know, and I've actually um, prepared some notes because I know that I'm known to waffle. So <laughs> I don't want to waffle and I want to stay on track. So I guess mine is a little bit like Holly too at the start. Like I do have a passion. I've always had a passion for helping people or seeing people at their best. Um, and I think that shows, I was thinking about my life and reflecting on it. And I noticed with all the careers that I've chosen, they've been around helping people. So I studied in psychology and I wanted to be a psychologist. Um, and then during that time, I also did a personal training course, um, ended up doing none of that and falling into child protection. Um, which I'm currently at now and just very recently I've become a life coach. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, it's just always been something that I've really wanted to have a career in. Um, and I guess as it is with everyone, you have your highs, your lows and all the in-betweens. And I guess from, from me with all those lows and highs and in-between, um, it's given me more insight and understanding and perspective of myself um, in this world. Um, and I think looking back on it, I honestly wouldn't regret a thing because I think it's led to me being here and who I am now and where I'm going. 
Um, I'm actually very grateful for what I've overcome, achieved, even celebrated, uh, enjoyed and feared. Even at times um, where I thought how I feel now was not even possible. Um, and I guess through that, what stands out for me is those um, unconditional relationships or those connections you have with family and friends that get you through all that, all that's there, they're laughing, they're crying, they're doing whatever along with you to make you feel more supported and empowered to realise that um, you have the power to create the life that you want and the person you want to be. Um, so watching myself grow over these, these years has been like amazing and very liberating, especially in the last few years. I feel like there's been a lot of change. Um, I actually enjoy working on myself and challenge my, challenging myself so I can be the best I can and actually achieve everything that I want. Um, it's just interesting because people do say, you know, you only have one life, um, make the most of it. Um, but when you really do think about that, you just don't know whenever your ending might be um, or what the future will bring. So I've learned to be able to make the most of everything and make every day count. Um, I've done a lot of work on myself, especially when you're a perfectionist. There's, um, there's a lot of work in that. There's no end. Um, <laughs> but um, now, like these days, I wake up feeling like really quite excited for life, even if it's just like an ordinary day. Um, and you got the whole, you know, gym, work, dinner, bed, repeat. Like I still have a bit of joy about that. Um, don't get me wrong, I am human, and I've had I've had my grumpy days and my off days. Um, but you know, that's life. But I think at the end of the day, everyone deserves to feel amazing and have the correct and create the life that they want. Um, and I guess from all that. I really have an interest in health and well-being as a holistic approach. Um, you know, they say healthy body, healthy mind, but it all interconnects and it's so important. Um, it's just, yeah, it's so important, I think. And I guess when you asked about was there a moment of how this, how Peace of You came about, um, it is actually, there is a moment um, that two years ago I read a book. So I don't know if you know it, Rach, but it's, Open oh. Wide by Melissa Ambrosini. Yeah. 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 So that one there, I absolutely love this book. So I bought the book like a few months before, but I just never got around to reading it. And there was this one weekend where I was like home alone. I was like, I just need to reconnect with myself and just relax a bit. Cause I just in that, at that time was just be all over the place. Um, I read this book for the whole weekend. Um, and it was the best book I could have read at that time. I think it changed a few things, like perspective uh, for me, and I understood myself a bit more. And in the book, it's, she does these uh, goddess nights. So she you know, gets with her friends and um, they, you know, they have a bit of a, like a releasing ceremony. So it's, they talk about things they want to get off their chest, anything that's roaring them. They hold space for each other um, to be able to cry or whatever it is. And then they also have a bit of a gratitude ceremony where they talk about what they're grateful for, um, along with the food, the wine, the laughter, you know, the catch-ups as well. Um, and then I was thinking about that. I'm like, and they do it under the full moon. So I was like, oh, this sounds awesome. Um, I was like, I'd love to do this. And I'll try to think about who would be the best person that would be so vulnerable with me and enjoy it. Um, and then I felt comfortable to do it with. So I guess, Holly was the one that I thought of. Um, 
So, um, yeah, so I um, told her a little bit about it and... Um, not much, though. She didn't give me much to go off. <laughs> yeah, not much. <laughs> um, but we are family friends. So, yeah, I have known Holly for, what was it? You're nearly 26, is it? Yeah, so for 26 years. Um, so, yeah, it's been interesting along the way because I guess over those 26 years, life happens and you don't get to see each other as much. And, you know, you only see each other like maybe every six months. Um, but every time we caught up, it was like we saw each other yesterday. Um, so anyway, so I, got, so I thought she'd be perfect. Told her a few details and she's like, okay. And then I got to her house because we did it at her house and she's set it up like perfectly. Like there was mats on the ground, she had candles, she had her crystals, she had beautiful music going and I was just like, yes, this is going to be great. Um, and yeah, so we did our first one and it was interesting because you'd think since we've known each other for so long that we wouldn't be quite nervous. Um, but it was funny because Holly goes, you know what, I'm actually really nervous. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank gosh, because so am I. And I wasn't going to say anything, but then I also knew then, like, she was just so open to it that this was going to work. Um, and so we sort of did a bit of this, sort of what Melissa did with her releasing ceremony and um, being grateful and stuff and having that time to talk about whatever we need to talk about. Um, and, yeah, it was really closer, hasn't it, Annabelle? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I didn't think we could get any closer, but... I think I know everything about Holly. <laughs> nah. nah. Um, but it's been good. So, like, along the way, like, it's amazing how the convers what the conversations we have, um, the insights, the, oh, I don't even know. It was just incredible. Like, the conversations you have with whoever, when it happens, how it happens, it's just sort of, you know, connected to my journey as well as Holly's journey into our journey, I guess. Um, and the, sorry, just on that Annabelle, like the growth, it, although it's brought us together, like I've seen Annabelle grow over this time. I'm sure she's seen me grow over this time and there's, I don't, not sure if you were going to touch on it, but I know there was nights where we were like, I'm too exhausted. I can't, I can't do it tonight or let's reschedule and stuff. But we saw how important it was to still catch up and connect with somebody in those dark moments that you feel like I've got nothing positive to say and you know like it's it's even more important to connect in those moments Sorry. yeah <laughs> yeah and that's I think how we thought you know what more people need to do this mm. to sort of have that space to let go of those things so they can move forward um you find sometimes conversations can be very shallow or they can be just very like people were scared people were scared to be vulnerable and let people in and that's absolutely like Fair enough, but um, I think if you've got those really safe people, consistent people, unconditional people, um, unconditional support they give, it, it sort of helps. And I guess from that, we like we want people to sort of um, get more, like understand this more and sort of do it with their friends um, or even other people. And I guess from that, we got some other ideas that we thought about. And it was interesting because Holly was saying she did a 12-week journey and through that time, I also started another journey, like another course. Um, a life coaching course and then she um and we also did a what do we do moon box i think it was yeah um it's sort of a, a i don't know if you heard of it a program about periods um so it was really good to sort of hear about her program my program but then do a program together and talk about all these things and create more um ideas that we can offer people through piece of view mm -hmm. um so and then we also realized that i guess with self-development 
I really love to work on myself um, and so does Holly, but we didn't, we didn't feel that there was a lot actually around in Mildura. Um, sometimes you have to go further out or the cost is too much. Um, so I guess that's where sort of piece of you came about. There you go. <laughs> See, I'll stop talking now. See, I told you. <laughs> You're lucky I did notes. <laughs> Need little bells. <laughs> I know, right? I saw you smile. <laughs> Beautiful. I love, I love both of your journeys and how they intertwined and, and came together. And I love that what started it was like a goddess full moon ceremony. I love I love ceremonies and women's circles, goddess circles and everything to do with the moon. So I think that's really beautiful and really cool. And I love the point you made about how sometimes when we feel like we have nothing positive to say, we just don't want to be around people because, you know, we don't want to be that downer or, or we feel like we have to be positive or, or bring something positive to the conversation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when we do have these places where it's really safe spaces held for us, for others to simply listen, it is so powerful for us to express because when other people are simply there to listen, they're not going, like it's not their role to respond, to fix, to judge or, yeah. or, or anything else. So, Absolutely. I love the... Um, the part where we, if we need to cry, we cry. We don't run over and um, hug the other one or we're not, we're comforting them by just being and just listening. And um, you get to say so much more and like we've really have had to practice not interrupting <laughs> one another because we have to let... We definitely have. <laughs> <laughs> we've still got a lot of work to do. I think. <laughs> but um, you just let that person talk and they will say when they're done. And if you have something pop in your head and it goes whatever like that was their time and we're listening to them and yeah whatever they need in that in that space and it's so powerful and we so want to share it with with everybody so yeah absolutely yeah definitely yeah I think that is really important and it's something that I see like at every women's circle that I run there's always guidelines and one of the important ones is to never interrupt or interfere with someone's emotional release and it's such we're so conditioned to do it because as soon as a baby cries everyone's like oh no that's okay let me fix that or if a child's upset they're like no be happy smile so it's like we have this ingrained conditioning to make people not want to cry but just Mm. feeling the the crying is the physical release so it has to happen Yeah. yeah I think it's actually, I actually prefer it, uh, like, as we got used to it. I actually love that no one comes in you. Because sometimes, like, when you're crying or something and people want to hug you, you're kind of like, oh, okay, okay, I'll stop. Yep, Wrap okay. it up now. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it's okay. You can let go of me now. Like, yeah. So it's nice to have that space and it's just, like, it's all yours and you can just let it out. Definitely. And really that's, good. like, for me, that's why I would never want to cry, like, in public because I'd be like, everyone's going to try to comfort me and touch me. Yeah. And just go away. <laughs> exactly okay well let's get into the topic of gratitude so you you did have an event planned but obviously it got postponed due to everything that's happening right now and you've started some online zoom gratitude sessions I think that's only what they're focusing on at the moment yeah yeah Yeah. so what made you start with the topic of gratitude and that's yeah, let's just start with that question. What what made gratitude be the the topic that you started with for these your first lot of online sessions? Do you want to go, Annabelle? Yeah, um, I think because it's something that um, 
Holly and I do in our own lives. Um, and I think when there's a lot of um, fear, as in like with the virus and people losing their jobs and stuff like that, it's all unknown, it gets really chaotic and everyone's just running on a, run a, on a high. Um, and I think gratitude sort of for me, and I, I wish you, Holly, too, brings you back down and sort of grounds you a little bit more and just realises that there is, it, it is okay. There are really some good things that are okay. I don't know if you... Yeah, um, and on that as well, we wanted to start something in our, in our business, I guess, and because our event was cancelled and gratitude is a small, it's not small, it's a big thing, but it's an aspect one of the aspects of our event. So we wanted to take something from our event and just start connecting with the women. Unfortunately, it's, it's just women. We would love to have everybody there, but um, we wanted to start connecting with the women in our piece of view circle um, and start just getting into the habit of, our, of the gratitude practice because it is something that um, I think is really, really powerful, like Annabelle said, during this time, but also just daily if... Um, you don't have to yeah. be at rock bottom to start a gratitude practice and it's something you can incorporate into everyday life and that's where you get the most out of it. Yeah, I have like kind of a side tangent question that I'm yeah. curious about before we dive back into gratitude. So when you announced Peace of You and when you started to share it with your family, friends and people that you knew, did it come as a surprise to the people that know you really well in your life or does did everyone kind of see you already as these leaders of these kind of topics already um it might be different for for both of us but I think um it came as a surprise to my um family and friends I think because I just finished my teaching course, my teaching degree in November last year. So a lot of people probably expected that I would go straight into a teaching and in that aspect it surprised them that I was like, don't actually want to go into full-time teaching, I have something else. But when I spoke about it, um, some of them were probably like, oh, like, thank God she won't be talking to us about this now. She's got her, her people and she can preach onto them and no, not really, but it's something I'm so passionate about and the people close to me would, would know that about me. Um, but I think it was more of a shock that I just finished my teaching degree and that was huge coming to that realization that I didn't want to be doing that full time and everything, which I'm still working through that at the moment, but I'm excited, excited for a piece of you as well. <laughs> yeah. So I think for me, um, I don't think it was too much of a surprise to my family when I started it. Um, cause I do talk about business and a lot of things and a lot of ideas all the time. So I think they're sort of like, okay, now she's started. Um, but the thing is I also kept it very, very private. So I don't even think I, I think I only told maybe two people up until when we actually put it on Instagram, that's when I told my friends and family. So, um, properly about all of it. Um, and I think some were pretty much like, oh yeah, this like, it's probably about time or this is something she's been wanting to do. Um, so I don't know if they're too surprised. They're probably just surprised, like, oh, wow, I didn't know about this. <laughs> and then, bam, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was just really curious because, <laughs> um, obviously, I met you two through um, 
the full moon yoga sessions I was doing. And I always loved having your energy in those classes, but I didn't know that much about either of you. So yeah, I've really loved seeing everything. That's, that's a myth. Oh, yeah. We love those sessions too. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I love collecting the little crystals and the oils. <laughs> yeah, that was everyone's favourite part, I think. <laughs> um, okay, so back to gratitude. Where, where would you like to start? What do you, do you want to start with the practices people can do or the impact gratitude makes? What do you, what do you think is important to talk about in terms um, of... I might just touch on the practice as well because I know... Um, you had Joe on today and she spoke a little bit into gratitude, which was awesome because I'm still on my, we're both still learning a lot about it and um, on our own personal journeys. But um, I just want to say that a gratitude practice looks different for everybody and there's no right or wrong way to practice it. Um, however, there are different levels that um, you can tap into. So, for example, on how specific your sentences are or how that person or thing makes you feel. Um, and these, I feel like these levels are important because if we practice consistently to a le level of really feeling into those emotions of contentment and happiness and joy and obviously gratitude, it can be, it can have a really big impact on your wellbeing. Like Joe touched on today, um, I, she was speaking about the science behind it and I, I knew that there were health benefits to having a gratitude practice and that it improved your immune system, but I, I wasn't, I didn't know that it would um, reduce the levels of inflammation in your body, which is amazing that we have such control over um, that part of our lives by sitting in um, gratitude and feeling grateful and things. We can have this impact on our well-being and our health. Mm. Um, yeah, which is which is awesome. Um, I forget the other part of the question now. <laughs> um, the practices, strategy practices. Okay, so did you want to talk about how you do it, Annabelle, first, or you can keep going? Okay. <laughs> so I I guess I've always kind of known a little bit about gratitude because um, my mum and dad were always reminding my brothers and I, you know, to be grateful for things. I'm sure lots of us have had people say to them, um, be grateful for what you have because a lot of other children don't have that. And <laughs> it kind of came under this um, comparison and this, this greediness. But as I got older, my mum would also say things like, before you fall asleep, you need to think of three things that you're grateful for and or first thing when you wake up, and which is amazing, mum. Sorry, I put that tone on. <laughs> <laughs> is awesome um and i can't remember who if it was my brother or my mum i hope this is okay if i share this boys but one of them they had a rock that it was like their gratitude rock that they whispered um their gratitudes to and which is an awesome next step not that we all need a rock by our bed but like <laughs> the first level is obviously thinking the thought another level is speaking that thought or getting that thought out of your head so for me i i write it out i journal it or i might just yell out randomly from my room what's one thing grateful for to my brother and we're like oh you like thanks but then I I then have hold myself accountable and make sure I speak it out you might feel a little bit silly but I feel like it's reaching that other level um and from there I like to connect it to a feeling or something so 
it can be um, really broad. So a few words first is I'm grateful for food in my fridge. Um, but then from there, I would say I'm grateful for having food in my fridge because it makes me feel safe and I have options to choose from and I feel in control of that. Or um, one level is I'm grateful for the sun today and another level is because when I'm in the sun, I feel alive and I feel like I'm making the most of my day. So it extends on that original thought um, and you get to sit in that feeling for a longer time. And um, that's why I try and think of three things because it extends the time that I'm feeling those feelings of um, calm and grounded, groundedness. I think I just made up that word. I'm not sure I do that. <laughs> um, but another level, another level, sorry, is to be like super specific. So like today I'm, so grateful for having a rose quartz crystal to hold during my meditation and the smaller and the more specific we can make it the more things there are to be grateful for and you start to see this world in such a beautiful lens because there are so many little things you can be grateful for um that just broaden broaden outwards does that make sense yeah definitely i get it (laughs) (laughs) i like what you're saying around getting specific and and giving Mm -hmm. the reasoning behind why you appreciate or why you're grateful for something because we can literally find gratitude in every every single thing we see around us and giving a reason behind it makes the emotional connection but it's it's so different but from just saying I'm grateful for my laptop. I'm grateful for my mug. I'm grateful for like just listing things off. But if we make ourselves say why, we actually really get to feel it. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Annabelle, did you have anything to add? Holly's got a damn hat, really. I haven't probably, you know, I've only probably got into being like great for the gratitude practices probably in the last few years. Um, so, you know, I'm probably at a different level than Holly, but Holly's great. I learn off Holly. It's awesome. <laughs> but she's got all the details and she said, yeah, she said basically all, basically all of it. So We balance each other really well like that, Rachel. We're very, <laughs> we're not <laughs> different areas and, yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it is good. Amazing. So you have another um, gratitude call happening tonight. Is that right? Tonight at Yes. Eight. Yeah, tonight, yeah. What is your intention behind this upcoming call? So you want them to express gratitude, to feel gratitude, and then what is the ripple effect that that's going to have into everyone who attends lives? Well, I think also tonight with this one, we've um, we've sort of uh, expanded the gratitude practice, the time, but also allowed a time to actually let people talk about things they want to release or get off their chest. Um, so I guess for this tonight, as much as we want people to feel sort of just feel light, um, and sort of a bit more grounded and feel joy after it, we also want to let them let go of things. Mm. Um, cause I think that's really important too. Sometimes you can get so overwhelmed and there's so much going on that you kind of need to let it out before you can let it in or let be grateful, I guess, and really focus on what you're grateful for. Mm. and just having an opportunity to say it or to express it in some way is really important because it's it's crazy how much we can let things fester and we don't necessarily always realize that it's there either but when we get a chance to just say whatever we want to say sometimes 
we release more than we realize in that moment as well. So that's really yeah, cool. that's right. Yeah, I uh, really. had a chat to my mum after our last session last week, and she said to me that for the first part of the writing, she was she was writing, and then for the second part, she was going, "Oh my goodness, I didn't know that I was thinking those things." And then she was really sitting in that, and then the call was kind of over. So we've tried to cater this time to have a bit. Um, a longer a longer session I guess because it is like that sometimes you really are overwhelmed with what comes out but then it, at least it is out so like not to be frightened of that because then gosh I know myself so well from journaling and things because I'm I used to be scared of what I was going to write and not want to write it but then I thought I just need to do it and I've learned so much about myself by doing that and it's yeah yeah and I think also like if like for tonight it's sort of just about to remind you that we're all in the same boat in a way. And there's people out there that do want to connect in a different way um, and sort of just sort of escape what's happening probably with others. You can sort of, and like we've had, we had um, two people from Horsham last week. So it's like not just Muldura. So I mean, we had Melbourne, didn't we? I yeah. Think Melbourne, Horsham and here. So it's just nice to sort of broaden the supports and, you know, we're have reaching, that. Reaching people that may not be able to come to our events also so we're just connecting with people from all over um who might, might not be able to come so and my auntie's in western australia and she won't be able to attend our events when they officially start so oh, yeah. i forgot she was there she can join in on these and just really important like for connection on a on a broader scale is just connecting during this time when we can't you know just head over to otherwise i'd be at annabelle's house right now holding your hand <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Beautiful girls. Is there anything you would really love to talk about or, or really love to share that's coming to mind for either of you? Um, I've just got, I, I wrote a couple of things down. I just want to maybe touch on them before we head off while Annabelle has a think. But um, I just want to speak about the importance of having some sort of gratitude practice consistently. And I know, let's be honest, I when I first started, I wasn't doing it every day because you put the shoulds on it. Like I should be doing this every day and it made it feel like a chore. But if you can, you know, some way make it feel like a beautiful practice. So I put on music and I um, incorporate it into my journaling practice in the morning and just make it a part of my routine. And it might not be every day for um, everybody, but um, that's where you really see the benefits of it. And I know mm -hmm. people think, but it's so simple how, how is that going to improve my health and think by sitting there and thinking of three things that I'm grateful for, but that's what we do. We overcomplicate things and yeah. we just need to do it. We, we try and pick it apart. Like how could that really be? So it wouldn't really matter if I don't do it every day if, or if I did it every second day. Um, but because it's so simple, but um, I yeah. think the build up like everything consistency is where you see um, the biggest impact. Yeah, I think also don't beat yourself up if it doesn't really work oh, no. or you don't really get it or you get over it either because I was like that. I was like, oh, go on, I don't write this. Like, this is not making it. Like, okay, I, I like this, I like that. It was real basic. Um, yeah. But it's not probably in the last probably a year, 18 months that I've really, really felt it and able to sit there for a while and enjoy it. And it actually helps me at times where I feel quite stressed or in work or something like that and I just need to slow down or ground myself. Um, and it, it, it does, you feel it, you feel it more than you think it. Yeah. 
And it is the the consistency of the simple steps because like it sounds really like contradicting that it's the things that are easy for us to do or simple for us to do make the biggest difference because again it's the conditioning that we've been conditioned to believe we need to work hard to get results so something as simple as sitting down and thinking about things you appreciate in your life that's going to impact your immunity that's going to impact your happiness our mind is like what do you mean don't we have to like go and work really hard to have those kind of things yeah very true yes and um, what you what you just mentioned Annabelle about how um like I feel like you were resisting it because you weren't allowing yourself to relax and whenever whenever we're in a stress state our mind is going to resist every single thing that is going to make us relax because when we're stressed our body thinks we're in danger so it thinks I need to be alert I can't relax because I'm in danger so when we try to do something beautiful is making a gratitude practice the mind is like what are you doing you could get stabbed right now be alert instead so yeah it it, it might if if anyone listening feels like that you might just want to take a few deep breaths and bring yourself into a relaxed state before you do your gratitude practice or whatever other practices you're wanting to do yeah and i think if you do it consistent like holly said before you get to that point then it helps you in that moment. Whereas it's just like meditation. They say like people do it when they most need it, but really it should be before that. So you could, it helps you during that time you're stressful. Yeah, that's it. You don't want to wait until rock bottom where you really want to turn your life around and everything like that's amazing to start then if people are starting then, but you can prevent those things by just incorporating daily or weekly for when you first start, doesn't matter. There's no pressure, um, but just building up, um, all of these strategies over your whole summit, I've watched nearly every single live and I'm just adding all of these little strategies to mm. my um, well-being toolkit, I guess you could call it. And I highly recommend everyone go back and watch it if they've missed any because everyone's got something that I haven't heard before and yeah, absolutely. we're all still learning. There's so much more. There's always room to up-level and to improve. And um, yeah, nobody's perfect and we're all our own journeys <laughs> yeah yeah um holly was there anything else on your prepared notes that you wanted to, to bring <laughs> can't believe you did notes holly <laughs> i waffle too and i no not really i just um thank you so much for having us on yeah. i think i want to say so we have had to obviously everyone has had to surrender to this virus and uh, adapt to what's happening and changing and us choosing to do our zoom calls and our gratitude sessions um where you happen to be on the call and then you asked us to be speakers and it's all things are happening for us because we are saying yes and we are just not resisting and we're trying to just make the most of this situation and we're so grateful that you came on the call and then asked us to be speakers and it just shows us that you know there there even though things aren't weren't in the plan things are still going to happen because we're trusting the process and there you go use trust <laughs> you, you yeah. couldn't wait to say that <laughs> the positive add in a pun that's really good yeah, yeah. thank Absolutely. you so much 
Yeah, I think it's really cool that you guys are starting your business and this piece of your journey at this point in time. Like me, like I think a lot of people will be at the stages you're at thinking they're not quite ready or they have to get another qualification or have more experience or whatever. But I think it's amazing that you're just diving in because even like I know you you have done courses, um, you've done some courses already, but even just your life experience qualifies you to do what you're doing now. So I think it's really beautiful and really amazing. And I can't wait until we can have in-person events again. And I'll definitely be at one of them in the future. I think it's really amazing. Um, Do either of you have any final words that you want to wrap us up with? Uh, I'm proud of you, Annabelle, for showing up. (laughs) (laughs) Very nervous about it. So, um, and just thank you, Rachel, again. And we hope to see maybe some of you want to join our um, gratefulness session tonight at eight o'clock. So it's on our piece of you Facebook bio or our Instagram bio. Um, All you need is a journal and a pen. And we've got a special guest tonight um, talking about all things oils. So beautiful. Are you going to be running more of them as well? If anyone can't make tonight. Yeah. 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 Just go. I'll put a link to your page. And everyone can go follow and keep an eye out oh. for any future ones. Thank well. you so much. Beautiful. Like we are pretty, we are really grateful for you giving us a chance to have a conversation with you and sort of talk about our business. Yes, amazing. It's the first time, so it's really great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Thank everyone you. that's here listening. If you're watching the replay and you have any questions for Annabelle or Holly, please comment and they'll get back to you or I will. And thank you everyone that's been here for the whole Trust Summit. It's been so much fun and I've loved talking to everyone and especially you two girls as well. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. You can find me online at by Rachel White or at The Gentle Podcast. You can reach out to me anytime. I would always love to hear from you. Have a beautiful day. Namaste.